I realize I have a Hillary Clinton book propped up there. I in no way support establishment politicians like this. It's only up there because the title is a woman in charge. I like waking up to that every morning. So now. <laughs> How's everybody doing? It's, it's great to see your beautiful faces. My name is Max Fees. I'm Jess Convento and me and Max will be moderating the conversation today. And today we are talking about COVID-19 and uh, the challenges that that opposes for universities and in particular ASU. Uh, we're all ASU students and we want to talk a little bit about that transition, what that was like this spring, what this summer is looking like and what school is going to be like this fall. To get us started, it would be great if you guys could introduce yourselves. Uh, just a few little lines. I'm Russell Rosotati Prim. I'm a musician, I'm a commercial photographer, model, actor. I'm active in my community. I'm part of a board for a nonprofit called Tones for Change. We offer platforms for people of color to express themselves, especially in a time like this, it's very important. My name is Souk. I'm a senior at ASU. I'm studying political science and sustainability. Those are kind of my two passions, politics and sustainability. And eventually I wanna pursue environmental law and get into energy policy. I wanna see Arizona become the solar capital of the world. So that's kind of my end goal. How are you guys feeling about coming back to school in the fall. I'm missing out on a key part of my education, right? And I, I'm, one of my pillars is linguistics. So I study French and I study French very avidly and I purposely do not take French classes online, okay? Because I like being able to be there in person, no mask, right? I, I like to be able to see the way, the way the words formulate around the lips and the way the jaw moves. And I feel like I'm gonna miss a very key part of that coming back this fall. I don't even know if I should just turn all of my classes to online and just skip the whole commute thing and just experience it digitally like a lot of my peers. I just feel like I'm missing out on a huge part of my <laughs> my experience, but the world, the world has to change, the world has to adapt. And being in school, number one in innovation, we have to innovate the ways that we learn. We have to innovate the ways that we experience our infrastructure. Yeah, so I actually, made the decision to stay remote this semester. And that wasn't an easy decision. This is my last semester. So obviously I wanted nothing more than to be on campus with my friends, with professors. As you said, that's a really invaluable experience and we don't pay that tuition to sit online, but these are unprecedented times, right? And if me being at home saves somebody's life, I'm happy to do it. It's not the ideal semester, but this isn't anyone's ideal semester. So I'm okay with being online. I you know, it's it's what I have to do. And I, I I just wish the best of luck for people that are going to campus. What are some of the things that the two of you are, are grieving right now? And in, in addition to those, maybe those daily interactions, what are some significant pieces that you think are gonna be missing this year? I was really thinking about this. I was uh, watching a film yesterday. Actually, I was watching the Muhammad Ali documentary on HBO, and I just saw how like many people were in that crowd, you know, how many people were just together and how close people used to talk. And it's almost crazy to, to even think that we may not be able to talk that close, be in crowds that big for a very long time. And so uh, even aside from the events that I do and I, I go to, it's like, I miss being around people, especially at such a high capacity. You know, so many people with so many stories. Like, yeah, I miss that. I'm, I'm grieving for those large crowds, those large moments. How do you think ASU's response to COVID will affect the elections later this year? 
I would like to think that staying at home won't affect anyone's ability to vote in Arizona's election, whether you're an out-of-state student or a local student. But then again, that's one more thing that USG can work to promote through their civic engagement campaign or even ASU at an administration level is make sure that students, whether they are out of state and registered in Arizona or in state and registered, make sure they are signed up for the Pebble ballot. Make sure they're getting that ballot sent to their house. That way they don't have to stand in lines on election day or go to party at the polls if that is still something happening, you know? I think that can be USG, ASU's key focus this year, making sure everyone gets a stay at home ballot because despite the rhetoric right now, Pebble ballots are safe. There's no indication of voter fraud. Here in Arizona, we're like a powerhouse for Pebble ballots. That's how most of our voters in the state vote. And there's no reason we shouldn't continue and strengthen that come November. And I think ASU and USG's role in that to promote that at a student participation level could be really helpful. How do you see social distancing impacting the social lives of students this fall? And then this is more about the response for, from ASU is, in your opinion, what happens to ASU when we have our first 100 cases I don't think social distancing is gonna happen on campus. The first weekend mill was opened. Who was packing mill? It was ASU students. And those are the same students that are gonna be returning to campus with us. They'll follow whatever they have to do in the classroom because they don't have a choice. It's now student code of conduct to wear a mask and I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna split people up in a classroom to space them out, but they have no choice there. Once they're off campus though, they get to do whatever they want. Nobody can monitor them there. They're not under ASU's code of conduct anymore. They can go to mill as much as they want without their masks, you know? But then they come to class the next day, maybe wearing a mask, but they're still exposing their classmates who maybe were taking more precaution. There's no such thing as social distancing on a university that can't parent your life, you know? You're free to do what you want when you're not in a classroom. It's not gonna work. ASU is gonna reach that first 100 cases within the first three days, guaranteed. People are gonna show up with COVID, let's be real. I, I, I just appreciate ASU trying to do everything they could to successfully go back in the fall semester. I appreciate the precautions they were trying to take, their investment into ASU sync, whatever that is. But honestly, at the end of the day, from what I've heard from the administration and then from students, there's a lot of disconnect. So I, I admire the effort. And I think two months ago, I would have been more open to this idea, but given how bad it is in Arizona right now, and ASU's in Arizona, so it's part of that community, it just feels so inappropriate to talk about going back under the conditions of social distancing. It's not going to work. Do you think we would have been better off just completely doing this entire semester digitally? Again, I've been trying to remain optimistic about this. Unfortunately, the fault is on Arizona citizens and our fail, failed leadership in preventing the spread. It, it's just gotten so bad. It should not have gotten to this point. It should have been safe to go back in August. ASU's plan should have been completely fine to implement come August. So it's unfortunate that I can't say with full certainty that it's gonna be fine. I don't know if going online for a full semester was necessary, but maybe up until fall break at least. See how the waters are after October. And if it's still necessary to continue online, continue online. But I say that again, knowing that there are students that would be at a disadvantage at, at staying home. So I think there could have been an allowance made for students who need the on-campus privilege. Like I think campus could have been open without classes being 
on campus, if that makes sense. And I think right. that would have limited as much exposure as possible. But right now, we're like full sending it back to campus, right? That's It's just a recipe for disaster. I was just gonna say, throughout all of this, whenever anyone is shouting freedom, it's my freedom, it's my freedom, it's such a false notion of freedom. Your freedom, your perception of freedom is coming at the risk of somebody's life. What about their freedom? So what about a professor's freedom? Do we just not give a shit because we want to be back on campus and start partying like normal? It's just, I I just have no sympathy for it. We're telling people to change their entire lifestyle when the, the system isn't changing for them. So it's, everyone has something to figure out and the, 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 the infrastructure, the social reality that we have right now is not bending in the ways that we need it to for our for our parents, for our for our educators, you know, for all of this. And it hasn't bended in a long time for them. So it's it's crazy to see that even navigating through a global pandemic, our system is still bullshit. Are you getting your money's worth if you're getting your degree on on Zoom? I do want to say, especially for a time like this, like dating a dancer who's immersed in pedagogy and all that, a lot of these dancers are frustrated. The whole reason why they're going to an institution is to dance. And now they're sitting here being told that the exact thing that they need to learn, they, they won't be able to learn. They, they, they have to sit here and watch Zooms and all these different things when you can just go on YouTube, yeah. right? You can like, there's all these things. So it's like, you really have to weigh, is it worth it? I had to weigh before I went to university. Is it worth it? I'm not getting a degree in music. I'm getting a degree in in global studies so I can adopt a school of thought to add on to that. I, in a heartbeat, I will leave this institution because I know exactly what I want and what I need to do in order to achieve where I need to be. Not everyone can say the same, but there are hard questions that people have to ask themselves because these grants, whether or not you get grants, scholarships, are student loans. You have to make a hard decision. And if that hard decision is you staying at home and that's what you need to make, make it. Well, thank you both for those wonderful answers.